You're listening to episode 151 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Sup? What's going on, dude? Not a whole <laughs> lot. I, I, I was trying to give you like a douchey kind of a... <laughs> I, I, hey, dude, sup? Sup, bro? It, it works. That was my plan, and I just immediately <laughs> bailed on it. Like the second you replied, I'm like, he's talking to me. <laughs> Oh shit! This is real. Right. <laughs> this is real. It's go time. Go, go. <laughs> Random Vegas. What do you got? A blank spot on a slot machine reel is called a ghost, and also ghost is how you said goodbye in the '90s, Brian. Ooh, it's spooky. That's what Belle Biv DeVoe taught me. <laughs> <laughs> this week's Random Vegas is from Vital Vegas, and the '90s factoid is from me. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just gotta get ghost. <laughs> One time, my grandmother came up to me when we were out somewhere, and she said, Bri, we're, we're Audi 5000. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at my cousin, who's, you know, like 19 at the time, and he's just kind of smiling, nodding at me. I'm like, okay, I see what <laughs> Sheer horror. Everything you knew is no longer cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Audi 5000, huh? You don't say. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, how about the Vegas Mayor Review of the Week? This week's review is Vic's November 11th review of Blue Man Group at Monte Carlo. Gave it five out of five chips. Yeah, Vic's wrote, The show is simply epic, a visual and musical spectacular with comedy and audience participation thrown in for good measure. If you only have time to see one show, you must see this. Have you ever seen Blue Man Group? No, I almost did several times. In uh, Chicago yeah. or in Vegas? In Orlando, actually. Oh, I didn't know there was a show in Orlando. Yeah, but they have one over at uh, Universal Studios. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I don't. I, it's something about the mimes that just throws me off. Like it, they've got so many parts of it that look like it's interesting, but I'm just mm-hmm. concerned there's going to be far too much miming. Yeah, you know they don't bother me as much. Um, I don't know. I just I, I've never been that excited mm-hmm. to 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 go see them. Uh, so that's why ultimately we've just never pulled the trigger on it. But um, you know, I, it, I've obviously been around for a long time. I have a huge following. So mm. look at how adorably inquisitive we are. We're experiencing it's the re- world. It's really awesome. Right. We're experiencing the world for the first time, and we have questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for more thoughts on Monte Carlo, we, we just released our review of the property on YouTube, so you can check that out uh, by going to the blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, or just Google 360 Vegas. That's That was super cool. I did that the other day. I just had a curiosity, and it, it links to pretty much everything we do. I'm like, whoa, yeah. we've infiltrated Google. <laughs> <laughs> we got all up in there. That's right. <laughs> Inside, around all up in, yeah. 
and they're smiling. Yeah. They're satisfied. <laughs> All right, and on to the trip pick of the week. Las Vegas is the manzi to New York skyline. <laughs> sure, anyone can build really tall buildings, but how about rebuilding Rome and Caesar's Palace? Try doing that and making it suit modern days. Luxor, Excalibur, Paris, and various other themed Vegas properties all do this successfully. Vegas even has a condensed version of New York covering pretty much everything you'd need to see, so you can just satisfy that check on your bucket list. Mm. This week's winner comes to us from at Lucky45 with a picture that captures the duality of ancient Vegas themes in the modern age represented simply by a traffic light with the name of the street displayed upon it in the foreground, while the picture captures the entire Caesar's Palace complex in the background with a setting sun as the canvas. This picture is yet another example of how photography can be as beautiful as painting or sculpture. I'm a fanboy of photography. I don't know if that's ever been documented. <laughs> I think it has ad nauseum. Um, I, I feel it's important to be transparent with our listeners, Brian. Yeah, you know, I've actually, in, in a very drunken state, expressed my affinity for photography as well uh, on a number <laughs> of occasions, so I understand. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool picture. Um, it's just amazing, too, because if you go back, I was at, I was up in Chicago visiting family a few weeks ago and uh, looking through some old photo, photo albums just for fun, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, as you and our listeners are well aware, my family goes to Vegas very frequently and has been for a very, very long time. And uh, going back through some of the pictures from their trips in the 90s, looking at some of these properties from the outside, uh, and how, uh, uh, Caesars, in this case, uh, being so underdeveloped in comparison oh, wow. to where it is now, compared to, what, 1994? Right. You know, uh, it's just amazing to see. Uh, it, you know, it's very telling. This picture is very telling when you look at when you think back on, on what, the, uh, what the landscape looked like back then. It's yeah. That's awesome. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. As always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. Put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages. The, pit, the, the Pinterest pages? Pinterest pages. The Pinterest pages, yes. Pinterest. Feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show. All right. With all that out of the way, let's get on to the news. All right. Don't forget... 360 Vegas Vacation 2 is June 18th through the 20th of 2015. It doesn't matter where you stay, just get to Vegas. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to live by that, those words, but <laughs> we shall see. All the details regarding what we have planned for you, uh, well, what Mark has, has planned for you, are available on the blog at 360VegasPodcast.com under the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 link at the top of the page. People have asked questions. I'm directing. I, I, I really hope I can get there. Oh, I just don't know. Like... We, I, I might be very pregnant by then, Mark. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so we'll see. All right. Our first real piece of news for this week, Caesars and their state of messy affairs. Yeah, it was revealed that Caesars Entertainment has been in talks with their major creditors to use bankruptcy as a means to fix their monstrous $22 billion debt as early as 2015. Also revealed was the company's new company-wide resort fee. Now, no matter what property you stay at, the per-day resort fee will be $25. That charge covers Wi-Fi access for two devices and nothing else you haven't been getting for free for decades. <laughs> for those of you keeping score, before this announcement, $25 was how much you could expect to pay for a resort fee if you were staying at places like Bellagio or Wynn. Now concern turns towards how this is going to affect the market and if that will cause a price readjustment. I can't fathom how it will not. 
Yeah, agreed. Also, now, only Diamond and Seven Stars Total Rewards members can get out of paying that resort fee. Oh, well, I'm good then. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> it, sh it shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that later in the week it was revealed Caesars will be laying off about 1% of their staff company-wide, which equates to about 680 people in the grand scheme of things, but still. It was clarified that the layoffs will be distributed throughout the 52 casinos they operate around North America. Anyone who watches this market or listens to shows like ours have been expecting something like this for a long time, and I would wager that most would be more surprised that it took this long to happen than be surprised that it's actually happening. Yep, agreed. As I'm kind of on the, the fringe of Vegas news being a, a part of the show, not because the show isn't complete, but because my attention to it is incomplete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's be very clear about that. This does not shock me at all. And, you know, it, honestly, two, three years ago when we started the show, I'm surprised we weren't talking about this back then. Yeah, I, I would say I'm more surprised that lenders kept giving them money to keep acquiring things more than that they're going for bankruptcy. You would have thought a long time ago, like very specifically Planet Hollywood, mm -hmm. when that whole thing happened, like, who the fuck is giving you money? Yeah, right. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Just it, It's one of those things like, just fucking get it over with so we can move on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as long as I still get to ride the coattails of others, I don't have to worry about this at all. <laughs> Love Vegas. Um, yeah, and I don't go to Vegas, so. Right. But, you know. When you, <laughs> not, not that I don't want to. Right. <laughs> not that I don't want to. The Wi-Fi for two devices, that's like, to me, Really, you have to put you have to put that restriction on it. Like it's gonna be shitty Wi-Fi anyway. Yeah, I love when Melts Vegas does standard uh, Twitter posts on how shitty the free Wi-Fi is in various properties. <laughs> He'll just send a picture of that uh, that that app or that website where it'll it'll rate how fast the uh, connection yeah, is, yeah. and it's like always at like zero or one. <laughs> it's just yeah, well, yeah, it's like uh, it's just barely better than dial-up. Like it's between dial-up and DSL speeds. We've talked about this. You and I frequently, when it comes to free Wi-Fi, get so aggravated we just flip back over to turn, LTE. Yep, turn it off. Let me use my data. It's yep. fast. Yep. Yep. All right, moving on to our next story. Gordon Ramsay expands in Vegas. It's like a cancer of. It won't go away. It really is. He continues his takeover of the Strip with the help of Caesars Entertainment. The next stop is Gordon Ramsay Fish and Chips, opening in the Link Promenade. It will be located adjacent to the High Roller and at 740 square feet is being described as a grab-and-go British comfort food venue. Fish and Chips will offer classic British staples, including bangers and mash, chicken planks, and sausages. It will be made to order, and you will be able to view the chefs while they do. All right, see, here's the one thing I've got an issue with when it comes to, if you watch any of those those cooking shows or whatever, it's always like, thank you, chef. No, chef, you can do this. Like, we fucking get it. Doctors don't look at each other and be like, what do you think, doctor? Well, doctor, I was looking at this. Well, that's, a, that's an astute observation there, doctor. It's like, <laughs> we fucking get it, all right? You have a special education. You're kind of highly skilled. We don't need to keep this reinforcement. And I, I, I want to know what the difference is between a chef and a guy who works the grill at Chili's, because that's what this thing sounds like. Yeah, I, I, I understand. Uh, I, you know, we, we, we do, Angela and I do watch cooking shows here and there, uh, particularly like Chopped. We enjoy Chopped. Yeah, we watch Chopped. Yeah, Chopped is fun. Uh, and so, you know, you hear that. And oftentimes, I don't usually vocalize it, but you 
you know, since you brought it up, I oftentimes think about it. I'm like, why, why do we have to, uh, why do we have to fondle each other's balls so much? Yeah, it's like in, they in have, the kitchen. Yeah, it's they, not sanitary, first yeah, of all. Right. <laughs> it's like uh, they have this massive info- inferiority complex, and they just want to keep going. Chef, that's a title. That's an important title. I think. Well, we here, need to well here's the thing. Like, okay, you cook food, right? You cook food. Like some of the people, like I forget what this was some time ago. There was a guy on, on Chopped. Since we were talking about it just now, uh, he was like, yeah, like. Six months ago, you know, I was living out of a trash can in the alley in New York, and now I'm a chef. Like, oh, chef, you know, chef so-and-so. It's like, okay, I get it. Like, you, you're you a good cook. Right. You know, you, you prepare food very well. That's fine. But, you know, uh, you didn't, you're, you're not an educated man per se. <laughs> right. um, you know, I don't understand why you get a special title. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not trying to, I'm not saying that I, I I'm, I'm, I'm a reasonable cook for what I need to do. Uh, there's no way I could ever cook in a restaurant or anything like that. So I'm not trying to, to, to um, devalue what they do, right? Because we all need to eat right. and we all appreciate good food, right? right? So I'm not devaluing that. Just saying, is it really necessary? Yeah, kind of like kinda, That's kind of what you're doing here. Absolutely, yeah. Gordon Ramsay Fish and Chips is going to open in the spring of 2015. I normally don't have an opinion about anything, but today I'm very opinionated. Oh, I, and I don't know if I don't, And I don't know if I'm annoying myself with that or not. It doesn't matter. You, enter, you amuse me. Oh, well, that's, that's, let's, move, let's move on to my next opinion. Imagine Dragons strip performance. Las Vegas native Imagine Dragons did a surprise three-song acoustic performance in front of the Fountains of Bellagio last Saturday. The performance was filmed by Crackle, an online streaming service, and is part of a series of concerts that will benefit various charities. This performance raised $100,000 and went to several local school music programs, including $300,000 going to Bonanza High School, the band's 30,000, 30, right? What did I say, 300? Yeah. I'm just making shit up now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to go to Bonanza High School, the band's lead <laughs> singer's alma mater, as well as the music teacher he credits with putting him on the path that has him where he is today. He admitted that the experience was an emotional one, not only because they were playing in front of the Fountains of Bellagio while they were going off, but largely because... While they were kind of on their way up, they played pretty much every available space they could get their hands on along the strip. So the performance will be available on Crackle later this month. I don't have an opinion about this one. (laughs) There it is. Uh, But I digress. I've said too much already. Uh, Next up, Vegas ice skating. This one's interesting. This year... If you would like to go ice skating in Las Vegas, synthetic is no longer an option. In fact, Cosmopolitan is the only option this year because Venetian and Gold Spike have chosen to not set up their rinks this holiday season. For those of you who need some time on a rink to make their holiday trip to Vegas complete, Cosmopolitan will open the Boulevard Pool Rink November 21st. If I'm in Vegas when it's cold outside or during the holidays, I'm not going to fucking go ice skating. I'm going to go inside where it's comfortable, and I'm going to sit down and lose money and get drunk. Yeah, it's a, I, the only thing I think would be amusing about it is it's kind of a mind fuck that, that you're ice skating. But if it's not hot out, then I, I think that whole concept goes away. So Yeah, well, and, yeah, and, you know, um, yeah, I didn't go to Vegas to ice skate. I guess it's kind of, it's there's a little bit of a, a, a charm to it. Yeah, uh, you know, to see that up front, and it's kind of one of those things where, if you're into ice skating or you give a shit about that sort of thing, you're like, oh yeah, I got to do that. I want to have that experience for my for, for the old memory bank, you know. <laughs> but most of us probably don't care, and I think that Venetian and Gold Spike are probably like, you know, eh, yeah, we can I, we can, I, we can do without this. I, if there's a big uproar, maybe we'll look at it for next year. But I, well, we're gonna pass this time. Exactly. All right, Brazilian flip flops. 
Vegas. Yeah. Adding to the odd collection of retail at the Link Promenade, Javianas, a Brazilian company known for their flip-flops, is opening its first standalone location by the end of 2014. It's been long believed that they were going to open a location in Bally's Grand Bazaar shops. No word if that location will be their second in Vegas or if moving into the Link Promenade means they won't be in the bazaar. When Javiana opens, you'll be able to find them in between Fame and Bella Scarpa. Expect to pay around $30 should you fancy to adorn their merch upon your feet. I would not. No. All right, our next item for this week, Bar 3535 at Link. We've got some info. Vegas Shatter shared some more interesting details about Link Hotel and Casino's new Bar 3535. First, the booths will run you a minimum of 300 but at least right now, they are open to anyone during slow times at no charge. Beyond the bar and booths, similar to Vesper at Cosmopolitan, Bar 3535 offers a large area of bench seating with table service. Of their various infused specialty drinks, they will offer their creations via barrel-aged vessels, kind of like little baby canters. Those of you who salivate while reading the ingredients used to create signature cocktails, grab a hanky because Vegas Chatter shared all of the new <laughs> infused drinks available at Link's new 3535 bar. I think I've already said this, but 3535 is the address. Yeah. Of the Even I retain that information. <laughs> <laughs> Even you. Hanky, that's funny. Mm, thank you. Of your handy-dandy box of tissue. I really don't think you realize how much I, I think... Well, Brian won't be amused by this. <laughs> no, I, when I, I believe it. When I, I write it. every week. <laughs> you put that, that the extra level of, of, of TLC into it, and I can, <laughs> I can tell. It does not go unnoticed. I wake up on Saturdays like going, oh, I want to make him happy. How do we make Brian happy? You're like kind of like pacing through the through your house. <laughs> I need a fucking cigarette. <laughs> All right. Next up, SLS The Evolution. After dialing back hours of operation to weekends only, SLS Vegas announced this week that they are closing the buffet at the property. Their new president explained the buffet was doing well, but not compared to the other restaurants at the property. Keep that sentence in mind, because in a couple minutes, it's going, not even a couple minutes, in a couple lines, that is going to completely contradict itself. <laughs> While SLS is trying to find work for the displaced employees, they did admit that some layoffs would happen. SLS does intend to reopen the buffet in 2015 as a renewed effort to attract locals to the property. What no, the fuck? No, no word what happened to all the plans they were working on to attract locals during the renovation of the property, but apparently those failed. While not disclosed in the press release, Vegas Shatter received a tip from a source close to the situation that shared, while the buffet is the only thing closing, pretty much every other restaurant at SLS will dial back their hours of operation, including some only being open for dinner five days a week. However, to be fair, these types of adjustments are fairly common all over the Strip, especially when it comes to fine dining. However, I do not believe that standard applies to SLS. This is a giant, giant disaster. It's a pretty space, Brian. It's pretty yeah. and, and vast. It's, it's echoey, Brian. There's echo. Cavernous. It, it, oh, that's the word I was looking for. Cavernous. Yeah. In our final news piece for this week, we have some more information on more nonstop flights that are available to Vegas. Yep. Starting in February, Allegiant Airline is adding five new nonstop flights to Vegas. Those places are Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Indianapolis, Indiana, Omaha, Nebraska, Richmond, Virginia, and Jacksonville, Florida. 
to celebrate. They are offering free flights for a year. Simply go to Allegiant.com slash free flights for details. You only have until November 25th to register for a chance to win. I'm not sure if a free flight from Allegiant is safe <laughs> uh, any more than a paid flight is. <laughs> I, I'm, I wasn't familiar with them until they said free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we took them once. Probably won't do it again. Really? Yeah, it was for a, um, uh, well, it was for a funeral. So it was one of those things where you just kind of got to take, <laughs> well, you got to take what you can get. Right, you know? right. Um, and so it was very last minute. But yeah, it was. It's a, they're very nickel and dimey as far as, you know, how they, they, you know, it's like, this is how much it costs to get on the plane. Now, if you want a specific section of the plane, that's going to be an additional. If you want to actually choose which seat you're in within that section of the plane, that'll also be a little bit extra. If you like oxygen and a seat belt, that'll be a little bit extra. <laughs> I, so that's the kind of things you can expect. I honestly, and I know there are some people that don't like Southwest, but I honestly don't understand how that business model has not taken over the world because I thoroughly love them. I think they're fair prices. I don't, they don't nickel and dime you. I, I don't. I don't understand how they haven't. Yeah, I don't get it either. That's by far my favorite airline. Uh, whenever you know, if usually if we can't get a flight that we want with Southwest, we just don't. We, we look for another date. And, yeah, you know. that, that's very much it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't understand either, so I, I'm definitely with you on that. All right, that's going to conclude the news segment. However, we do have Prop Stew for you. For those of you who are unaware, Prop Stew or Prop Bets uh, is an extension of the news segment with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items we'd like to share with you. First of which being Prime Burger is taking over the space formerly used by haagen in the food court at Venetian's Grand Canal Shops. Towers Deli at Venetian closed with no information on what is planned next for the space. The Gods of the Festival Fountain Show at Caesars Palace was closed in 2013 for renovations. However, Vegas Shatter is now reporting that the entire fountain has been removed. This is different from the Fall of Atlanta show that was recently renovated and still showing in the Caesars Forum shop. Hayes Nightclub at Aria closed on October 31st. No word on what the property plans to do for a nightclub. Those aching to be at Aria right now can get a fix via their virtual tour of a majority of the property, including rooms, restaurants, meeting rooms, and even public spaces. I love virtual shit like that. Like whenever whenever I'm missing parts of Vegas or Disney or any kind of thing mm -hmm. like that, I'll always end up using like uh, uh, maps on, on the iPhone or something. Then yeah. like zoom in and look around. It's like you're really there. Mm -hmm. It was revealed this week that minority owners of the Palms and former owners of the Sacramento Kings, the Maloofs, are now throwing their name into the list of people who would like to own the NHL team that seems to be inevitably coming to Vegas. Duck Dynasty the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> just just let, it, let it simmer there for a second. <laughs> Is currently in pre-production with plans to open at the Rio in February of 2014. Who is Rio's target market? <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. it, it may be the design of an apocalypse, Brian. <laughs> it could be. The four horsemen draw nigh. <laughs> <laughs> With stupid long beards. Camouflage. Uh, I'm just going to bite my tongue on this. Lots of things we could talk about and say. I'm going to stay away from it. God be with you. Vegas Eater reported that Giada's is doing so well at Cromwell that they intend to expand the main dining room as well as add a second private dining area with its own outdoor patio overlooking the strip. No time frame was given for either of these projects. 
And lastly, as a result of gaming's ever-growing expansion around the U.S., as well as its widespread acceptability as a form of entertainment, NBA Commissioner is reversing the league's two-decade-old position and now supports the expansion of professional sports betting outside of the Las Vegas market, as long as it is regulated to ensure the integrity of the league. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Time for Playing Vegas, the segment of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies. Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday, KISS is at the joint at Hard Rock. Their show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 50 bucks. On Friday, Common is at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $50. And Jane's Addiction is performing at Brooklyn Bowl at Link. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $75. For Saturday... Culture Club has postponed their show at the Pearl Palms as well as their entire North American tour due to a throat condition requiring surgery for singer Boy George to an undetermined date in the future. Those with tickets can hold on to them as they will be honored at the rescheduled date or return them for a refund at the place of purchase. And also for Saturday, Usher is performing at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $175. That's a lot. That's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to coming attractions. Very much like Playing Vegas, coming attractions are entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies that will be performing in the future, further along down the line. First on our list for this week, RuPaul's Drag Race Battle of the (laughs) Battle of the Seasons. Uh, is at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Sunday, February 1st. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 40 bucks. Bad Fish, a sublime tribute, is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Saturday, February 7th. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $33. Seether and Papa Roach are at the joint at Hard Rock on Saturday, February 7th. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Tears for Fears are performing at the Pearl at Palms Sunday, December 14th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $53. Pretty sure my mom loved them back in the 80s. Tears for Fears? I like Tears for Fears. Yeah. Sorry. It's a reasonable exchange, your Tears for Fears. Ringo Starr is performing at the Pearl at Palms on Sunday, March 15th. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at $85. Bucks. Brian, I shed tears for the shame of the things that I do behind closed doors. <laughs> and when I think of you... Understandably. Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake are performing at the Hard Rock on the Strip Saturday, February 14th. Show starts at 5.30. Tickets start at $23. Just a little bit less than Jake. Not not a whole lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're very comparable. Yeah. It's reasonable. Cannibal Corpse and Behemoth <laughs> are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Friday, February 6th. Show starts at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $38. I don't understand... Uh, like how do how do uh, how do bands think of some names like when like guys? All right, listen, we're gonna do a band. We're gonna put a band together. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We gotta come up with some names. Behemoth. What do you think? <laughs> I'd like to hear some of the rejected. <laughs> yeah, like if that one was the winner, like which ones were like during their creative process? <laughs> right. 
um, Guys. along with that pro- what that process is, you know, what was what what were the rejects? Cock and balls. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Ingrown scrotum hair. We'll that was like that was a runner-up. We'll spell it differently. It'll be clever. <laughs> we'll put a K in scrotum instead of the C. It'll be awesome. People love that shit. It's edgy. <laughs> Iggy Azalea is performing at Dre's rooftop venue at Cromwell on New Year's. Event starts at 9 p.m. Show is expected to start at 11. Tickets will run you $75 for ladies, $150 for guys. Sexist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't give a fuck. And finally, after Tropicana decided to not renew his contract, wacky-haired magician Murray Sawchuck has relocated his show to Planet Hollywood's Sin City Comedy Club. Showtimes are 2 and 4 p.m. Tickets will start at $40. Ah, the afternoon show, always a sign of success. <laughs> <laughs> prime, we listen, Murray, we've got prime afternoon spot for you. <laughs> this is where this is where the big guys go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, let's check the river. Got a few pieces of listener feedback on the river today. Brian, people like interacting with us. Understandably. I think they inter- they, they, they really like interacting with you, and I understand. I, I think you sell yourself short so many times just because you aren't as active and Well, I'm just more of kind of like the, the transient, you know, person on the show. I kind of come and go at times. Uh, and so, you know, you're, 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 the, uh, you're the anchor and, and, and the... Uh, the, the rock of this show. There's no question about that. Brian, this, this choo-choo couldn't run without you. <laughs> I'm happy to be the caboose. Happy to bring up the old rear. Your rear. <laughs> All right. Let's get started with some listener feedback. We got emailed. We got the we got emailed the shit out of it right. by Chris Hall, aka Dustin of Holland. Dustin of Holland. <laughs> Is from Holland. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and read this one. Hey, man, really enjoyed the 24 Hours in Vegas show and just got done listening to the Tropicana review. You really got me thinking about my top five Vegas properties. This has certainly changed over the past few years. I've really lost interest in a lot of what's happening on the Strip. Bad gambling odds, $20 drinks, lack of customer service, and resort fees are not the Vegas that I love. Historically, my favorite properties would have been, in this order, Stardust, Hilton, Westward Ho, Holy Cow, and Bill Gamblin's Hall. I can honestly say one of those I didn't even know existed. Holy Cow? Yes, never heard of it before. (laughs) And the other, Westward Ho, never got a chance to step foot into. He continues, since four of those five are now gone, I find myself spending the majority of my trips either downtown or off strip. That being said, the one place I always go to every trip, no matter what, is Cosmopolitan. So... Here is my current list. In this order, Cosmopolitan, The D, M Resort, Sunset Station, and Main Street Station. He says, I find that I get the old Vegas feel of great customer service, good value, and fair gambling at those places. I agree with him on Cosmopolitan. The D, I think M Resort is one of the best off-strip properties I've ever seen. It's fantastic. The only problem is it's too far for me to even bother. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on properties you, you thoroughly enjoy in the limited times you go? Yeah, and I think uh, um, this is just going to um, sound a little broken recordish because I've said it before. You know, while it's still there, old Treasure Island. Oh yeah. Uh, as compared to New Treasure Island, while it's the same property, it's not at the same time. I think. I mean, that in, in my limited experience there, that that's probably. You know, I can't. I can't run down a list. I don't have a, a huge history of experiences there, but that would definitely be it. It was a great place, and and if you're kind of blindfolded and walked inside of the building, while there have been some significant changes, you could still kind of think that you're in the same place. But it, somebody like you who has fond memories of the actual experience, I think, would pretty quickly realize the the changes. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it was very. Uh, it ju- they just jump right out at you uh, yeah. when you're when you're there yeah. now. All right, that's it for Mr. Hall's contribution. Now David Williams also chose to email us. Why don't you share that one? Yeah, David wrote us. I just listened to the 2012 Tropicana review, and for about the 1,000th time, I was picturing the flamingo for the first 30 minutes, to the point where the review didn't make much sense, and I had to listen to the whole thing again. <laughs> Is it just me or does anyone else get the flamingo and the Tropicana confused every fucking time <laughs> hear the words spoken or see them written? I like this guy. <laughs> a friend and I almost booked ourselves in the wrong hotel because we, <laughs> because we both make the same mistake regularly. We only just caught ourselves. Is it just me? Please tell me you make the same switch in your heads by mistake. I'll say Bill Gamblin's Hall for the rest of my natural life if you can confirm that other people make the same stupid mistake that I do again and again and again with love and donuts from Toronto. Oh God. Tim Horton's donuts. Yes. I want them. I want them inside of me. (laughs) I want them all over my body, Mark. Uh, With love and donuts from Toronto, David. I would almost lie to him just to get him to say Bill Gamblin's Hall for the rest of his life. (laughs) I, I, I can't, I cannot. Harry Potter has taught me I cannot tell a lie. Yeah. I, oh, nice. Yeah. I uh, I can't or say. I, I must. I must not tell lies. Have you ever mistook one property for another? Not just in Vegas, but any place like Disney, any kind of thing like that. Have you ever mistaken a property for another? Uh, you know, I I don't mistake one property for another, but I do. Well, I, I don't know. You you tell me if this if this is fitting or not. Right. I will misplace their location on the strip uh not so in my head i'll think that i'm actually like center strip when really like i'm really far south mm-hmm. or you know vice versa i'm just far north it's, so like for the longest time in my head i was always like oh yeah we can go to mirage mirage is right in the middle of the strip now is this when you were it's frequently really. going or is this like nowadays uh even well not anymore uh but you know before we started the show for example so kind of relatively recent all right so you, you know. were going relatively frequent right for a while not too frequently, no. um, okay. but you know there was that. I mean, well, I think just a couple of years ago we went. Uh, we went twice. See, we so if, twice. if you're not frequently going to Vegas, then no, I don't. I don't think it's the same thing if you're mm-hmm. if you're misplacing the location of these properties. So yeah, but see, like I don't think of like so. Okay, when you think of Flamingo and you think of Tropicana, just the words of the the, the resort. So I think the word Tropicana, I think tropical environment. I can definitely see. Yeah, how, how that could, could happen, happen. Right. It, but it doesn't happen to me. It doesn't <laughs> it's happen. never happened. No, and, and that, that was, that's kind of the, exactly what I was going to say, too. The words, the names of the properties can be misleading yeah. if you're not really thinking about it, if it's just sort of a passing thing. Yeah. Um, but the Tropicana is a much nicer property than the Flamingo, and well, that and stands also, out in my head, too. They're also one of a few or two of the few really old still-around properties, yeah. so I can see right. that as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I don't get those confused. Uh, I, I, I can't say that I do, but I can, I can kind of see how that could happen. I'd love to see if anybody else has that issue. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually. Write us or tweet us. Yeah, tweet Mark. It's the least you can do. Don't tweet me because I won't see it for a long time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me. Uh, they asked me a question about my iPhone, my, my Husky iPhone. Mm-hmm a couple weeks ago and I totally uh, you know there was one day where I just got annoyed with the push notification so I fucking turned it off and the (laughs) poor guy didn't get a response from me I love my iPhone by the way sorry I didn't respond you should expect shitty feedback from me on Twitter just as a general rule I'm not sure if I've ever said this on the show but the way I determine best friends in my life when I designate a person as as being one of my best friends it's how they've changed my life and you are, are part of, you know, designated as, as one of my best friends because of me learning to be more patient and not expect people to uh, be on my schedule, but to be on their own. And, and it, <laughs> because even texting you, you're like going, okay, I text him. I should hear from like a day or so. so, so. Yeah. Yesterday you text me. I'm like, I don't know. I can't respond because I don't have any information. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I don't, I, I don't have an answer for you. So you get nothing. Right. You know? It's not that I didn't see. It's not that I don't care. Quite the opposite. It's right. now on my mind. I'm like, oh God, I got to make sure I'm available to him. You have, you have, you've changed me for the better, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it yesterday and I immediately felt stressed, not because I didn't want to do the show or something like that. It was just like. I don't want to let Mark down. When we first started doing a show, I was a bit of a... Of a, a you were a fucking Nazi. I was a taskmaster, big time. Yes. And it's as things have gone on, I'm like, I'm just hanging out with my buddy. I'm not like, Brian, we are going to hang out at this fucking time, dude. And it's like, whatever. All I want to do is hang out with my buddy. Whenever we fucking get time, we'll get time and we'll do it and it'll be fun. And now it's even more challenging because I've got a family to right. consider. Yeah. And so today I had to kick him the fuck out. <laughs> I didn't want to be all noisy and whatnot while we were recording. I appreciate your dedication to me. Yeah, yeah. We've got one last piece of listener feedback. We do. From Mitch Sullivan, a.k.a. Mitch T. Sullivan on Twitter. Should go ahead and read this one, Mark. All right. I love the podcast and wanted to drop you a line. I think all of these, quote, I hate your fucking laugh idiots are just that, idiots. The people that get offended by anything you say are obviously not in tune with your sense of humor and should just go away. Yeah, just shoot. Shoot. Get out. Go on. Go on now. Get. (laughs) Anyway, about the laugh, I think it could be equipment related or level related. It's not. I do. It's not. I do notice when I'm listening and you laugh, which I find makes the podcast so real and genuine. It does seem to peak or pop. Could this be solved with a mic cover, sound dampener, foam, or better mic? I have no idea what equipment you have. Payo. And it's easy for <laughs> <laughs> And it's easy for me to spend your money, but I'm just curious. Thank you for the great free entertainment and keep up the good work, Mitch. We did originally one of the actually one of the most damning reviews we ever received. It still aggravates the shit out of me because when we talked about it on the show, that guy was still listening and had confirmed that he didn't mean it. He was just frustrated because the Cardinals Far- Cardinals, that's yeah, what it was. Got yeah. their ass beat in the World Series or in a game or something and he was just you know, just irritated by the whole thing. That his real critique was just that at the time, we didn't have quality mics or we didn't have a have software that helped to dampen those levels and when I'd laugh, I'd laugh right into the mic which is now why when you hear me laugh you'll start to hear me echo because the first thing I do is take my head away from the mic. Head, yeah. yeah, so I've learned how to do that. So, But Ryan and I do have some quality mics. I've got a popper stopper on mine. It's uh, 
So I'm not sure if there's much more we can do. We do have uh, dampening filters on on the audio that we throw in there. So I I do think at this point, it honestly is that people just just don't like to laugh, and I've said it many many times before. I I don't care to try and make other people happy. If if you're enjoying the interaction Brian and I have, the information that we have, and you're welcome fun, to continue. To absolutely. Enjoy. If you don't like me, Brian, any of the content, if you don't like my laugh, I don't I just don't care. We're going to go all Derek Rose on you. We don't care what you think. <laughs> I mean, and that's not just to be a prick, but just in life in general. I don't care if somebody doesn't like me. Why would I? Why would I try? Well, here, there's an easy, there's such an easy solution to that. Don't fucking listen to the show. If yeah, you don't like it. I know you really go out of your way to invite this annoyance into your yeah. home. <laughs> right. And you're, I mean, stop hitting play. Stop downloading it for fuck's yeah. sake. The, the whole point is, is to just hang out with us and get some, get some Vegas information from us while, while hanging out with us. Absolutely. Uh, there are, uh, there are a number of quality Vegas podcasts and sources that you could get this information from. So if you're coming to us for the information, you can get it from somewhere else. But if you want to come and hang out with us, that's the point. It will forever and, amuse me that no matter how inappropriate or dark or, or vulgar our content is, that the number one complaint is always my laugh. Your laugh. Yeah. Always. We always. could say whatever we wanted. Yeah. And it's always be like, yeah, there was that, but God is fucking that laugh. guy's fucking. I can't stand. It. It's like <laughs> nails on a chalkboard. Of like, then stop fucking listening, man. I like literally. It's like that guy's so fucking happy and having a good time. Fuck him. Yeah. It's like yeah. Wh- whatever. It's always going to be out there. Um, yeah, and and that's the and, and to be very clear, it's not when we say that we don't care what you think. It's directly in the context that we don't care, like that you don't like us. Yeah, and like, you're allowed to. We support that you're allowed yeah, to. I mean, that's sure. great. And and if it's you want to share that opinion with me, that's great. I just, if anybody thinks it will change anything, no fucking way. This show is literally and will always be just an opportunity for two friends who live far away from each other to amuse each other. Mm-hmm. And we yep. just happen to have really good Vegas content. So right. Right. there it is. Yep. Not going to change anything about ourselves. We may tailor the content a little bit here and there to be more suitable well, and we or, have, more, or more enjoyable, but we we're not going to change who we are or what you know what kind of people we are. Well, we have had negative co- uh, comments that have helped to improve the show because yes. we literally mm-hmm. analyzed it going, that's a great point. As a matter of fact, the laugh was one of them. That iTunes review that I was just talking about, the frustrating thing about that thing is it's still like the number one most helpful. And that uh-huh. guy, look, the guy who wrote it, everybody's like, oh, that's really helpful. He didn't agree with it. No, but right. regardless, it, it's that was one of the things we're like, oh shit, I didn't realize that it was spiking that high. All right, well let yeah. me do this. So good, bad, whatever. We yeah. we like feedback, but uh, I'm not changing anything about yeah. who I am or what makes me happy. And if you no, like and you it, never should. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, on that bright note, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> the rest good. of your weekend. <laughs> yeah. Have a good fucking day. Right. You enjoy your fucking day. <laughs> That's actually going to do it for episode 151. We thank you very much for listening and downloading. We really appreciate every time you check in with us and hang out with us for an, for an episode. If you'd like to check out any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show, you can do that on the blog. We have links to all of those at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback as we had for this week, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if it is even of remote value, we'll likely share it on the show. <laughs> amuse. All you have to do is amuse us. <laughs> right. 
Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent, just as we said. We'll read all iTunes reviews on the show. And Mark's all over social media as well, Twitter, Facebook, etc., blah, 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 blah. If you want to find links to those, you can grab those on the blog. They are available there. Mm-hmm. They're there. Clicky. Spread Eagle right on the site. <laughs> available, open to you. I got nothing else, Mark. Nope, that's all I got. Always a pleasure to hang out with you, my friend. And likewise. Thank you. Yep, see you next week.